We are back. Better late than never. One day before the Premiership and get them on side returns for 2023. It is bigger and better than ever. Well, bigger than ever. I don't know about better than ever. Sean Ormerod, <laughs> the freshly married, and we'll yes. get to that in a moment. Welcome back. Yeah, good to be here. Ring is on the finger, so I'm officially spoken for. Yeah, so say, ladies, uh, not men, much. Uh, yeah, whatever. you can stop your tweeting. It's, it's all over. And <laughs> not much has really changed. To be honest, not to say it's hard because the build-up to it is so big, and the day itself was excellent. A little bit biased, but it's the best wedding I've ever been to. Greatest MC I've ever seen uh, in motion as well. So it was a great day. But then you sort of you wake up, you're a bit dusty, and it's just like, well, that's it. It's all over. Yeah, so it goes on. Yeah. Would have been nice to be there. Uh, <laughs> Joel Kane, welcome. I mean, Hello, I mean, I mean. Look, I know you're flying in the in this world, and you know, I see you know. SEN and uh, all your gigs are going uh, uh, beautifully. Um, but, I mean, are you going to be the guy this year that turns up late every week like you no, did no, today? No. Like you did today, using your kids as an excuse? No, no, no. So when when the time came out and I said, I've got a pre-commitment at this time and I'll be there at this time, that I arrived at the time I said I would. Uh, but very excited for this season, and we should shout out too. Well, if know. I turn up next week at three in the afternoon and say I turn up at three and turn up at three, technically I've done what you've done. Just because you say you're going to turn up late, <laughs> which is very likely, make it oh, very yeah. likely. Well, don't start on me. Okay, yeah, that is very likely. Uh, by the way, we should announce that there's a little bonus episode. Yes. Will you tell the listeners and the viewers, Dan? Well, you were doing a nice job. You well, can... people have been asking for. The season preview. So what we're going to do in a bonus episode, which you'll get audio only, is we're going to go through every team, yes. overs and unders on season wins, but also to how we would bet that team. So Melbourne Storm, for example, how we would each mm-hmm. bet them. Maybe Xavier Coates, 18 bucks top try scorer, that sort of thing. Just maybe. Just maybe Xavier Coates. i tell you what, we found, yeah. I, we found some beauties. Found, I did a bit of research last week. I spent a good couple of days on it yep. when I could have been doing other things but I once you get into this um, you pull look out for that on the audio podcast but also lovely to be on KO mm. once again uh, in season 2023 and apparently is there something we're going to be on we could be on Fox occasionally during the year so look yeah. out on Fox League so look out for that as well mm. watch this space I think maybe five or six times there you go for the big shows we'll, uh, we'll be there okay. can't get away from us okay now if I was to ask you what is the one certainty Joel one certainty that you could have put on regarding the Ormerod wedding, what would it have been? Don't answer that question. I'll answer it. I would have said it's a certainty that Ormerod would be all white. Yeah. yeah. What about all, all white and all linen? Unbelievable. Because that was a little same. I didn't even thing. know. Mm. I didn't even know it was at Byron Bay. What I a beautiful e- photo. Look at that sunset in the background. Beautiful Vanessa, bride. Vanessa looks beautiful. Can I tell you something that was really good? Your beautiful sister, Sean. Yes. So what she did was, unbeknownst to everyone, had got herself qualified to be the celebrant. Ah. And her first ever wedding was this. It was. It was a nice little surprise. I think mum's still uh, coming down from cloud nine because we didn't tell anyone, so that was a surprise. Mum's at the front. She completely lost her shit, as mums do. It was a great wedding. But it was a great wedding. Hang on, until you were getting married? No, no, didn't. Didn't tell her that Nicola was going to ah, be a okay, celebrant, they, which was a nice little, nice yeah. little touch to you know include include her as well. So everyone had a role in the day, and it was it was a good day. Now Nicola nailed it too, by the way. She did a good job. How did Joel go as MC? 
Oh, well, how do you think he went? He's oh, I think he would have con- done consummate, well. Consummate, Has he put in an invoice yet? <laughs> no, no invoice. No, no invoice, which I was surprised about. Although, surprised? Although there was a little... He may have had a little get-together with his brother and a few other rogue employees from Sportsbet the night before. Don't know if he come in completely 100%. It's the second time he's mentioned that. Since I turned up today, it's the second <laughs> time he said you, you, oh, right. you were pissed at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's, he's clearly carrying that well, divot. Well, my mail was the group was doing the same thing, so play hey, on. Hey God, good did, you, did the, the Ormerod party yeah. pay for your accommodation and flights, or did you have to no, stump no, up yourself? No, no. Oh. <laughs> You're a bad negotiator. Honestly, you need me to be your manager. <laughs> I agree. You can't charge. Obviously, you can't charge to be an MC at no, a no. wedding. That's oh, absurd. But I know someone that MC'd his own wedding I have as a tax write-off. As really? A, yes, yes. I'll tell you who off here. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I think I know. Right. I think we all know who yeah, could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, you didn't have a, such a joyful summer, Joel, particularly one particular aspect. I know. This all happened on the same day. Separate incidents. I had my wallet stolen, uh, which is another long story. Um, but this one here. So I thought I'd been hacked. So Paul Gallen, who was actually right next to me at the time, his brother rings up mm. and he says, um, is Joel into crypto? And so Gal asked me, he said, I'm with him. I'll ask him. He said, you've been getting into crypto? I said, no. He said, I've just got a message from him. And I thought I'd been hacked. So this is actually incorrect what I wrote. <laughs> you put it up. No, 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 I thought I'd been hacked. Yeah. But as it turns out, I hadn't been hacked. About a day later, I realised I rang that Pete Gallon, Paul's brother, and I said, mate, can you do me a favour? Can you go back into that message you sent uh-huh. and click on the profile uh-huh. and tell me how many followers it has? So what this person had done, stole my identity. So they copied all my photos. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then set up a new account. Blue tick? No, well, that's hacked. Well, I don't, I don't, no, I'm not tick. a blue tick. Oh, this guy. this well, is um, Instagram, well, isn't well, it? Well, that's... Uh, yes, I know what you're saying. They, they haven't, haven't been hacked, hacked, hacked into me. But they've stolen your identity, yes. which is sort of one and the same. So my Instagram is Joel underscore Kane. It was Joel underscore underscore. So you couldn't tell. Everything mm. was identical. And anyway, uh, thanks to all those who, who sort of complained about it because it's been shut down. But as if your, your weekend from that point couldn't get any worse, then what happened? Look at Fletch Road. <laughs> I, I love Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened only a few days after this fiasco. Something worse happened. What do you mean? In your, your, your shoes. Oh yeah, my, phone, my, my shoes got <laughs> stolen. So separately on the same day, it was the same day, same day. my identity got stolen, yeah. my wallet got stolen. Where'd your wallet get stolen? My wallet was in a marquee. Fortunately I'd taken out the major cards. Throughout the night, uh, it was a sporting event, these thieves came in, ransacked everything. Uh, yeah. The best part was Dave from Yamba, the old man, yeah. he'd sent down Mill and my daughter a birthday card which I'd kept hidden in the same place, full of cash. Yeah. The burglars came through, stole my wallet which had nothing in it. Why was you, well, your wallet not on you? Because it was such a hot day out there and you're travelling around, so instead of going back to the marquee, I just had my cards. Anyway, long story short, okay. the, the thieves throw away the letter that had the cash in it, oh. so they threw away the main uh. thing. Miller got oh, a birthday. Stick that up, yeah. yeah, exactly yeah, right. Beautiful. Okay, that's a harrowing summer. <laughs> uh, I had a good summer. I went to the States uh, with the family. There you go. There's uh, uh, two sets of cousins. Where's this, dear? That's Graceland. It is Graceland. That is, and you know what? I'm not a massive Elvis guy. Uh, the uh, uh, Robbie on the far right there is is the Elvis nut with Chris there, and there's Anthony and Sophie, cousins, and there's my mum on the far left. Um, but I've got to say, it was captivating. Uh, Graceland is not as big as you think. Like, it's not it's not gaudy. It's just a really beautiful house. There's a couple of rooms that clearly were uh, locked into the 70s, but beautiful. Did you see the toilet 
for it all. No, I mean, why would you mind? Oh, of course, I wanted to see the toilet. <laughs> um, there's a, he built a squash court out the back. It's like a little squash centre, and they tell you that he played piano there, and then he went to the to- uh, went to the toilet, and that second was the most last famous toilet in the world. Did you know that? Okay, well, uh, first... Caelan Ponger and Kurt Manns. Oh, the, hey, he was Just sick. overtaken it. He yeah. was sick. But anyway, anyway, I recommend Memphis highly and a rare, a rare family holiday where Good. it all went well. I mean, we had the issue with the bags and I know you were, <laughs> you kept close eye on that. Allegiant Airlines, 43 days we lost, to say, lost the bag. To say I was cheering against you getting your bags back would be one of the great... Did any person take a, put they, a dollar on the to, on betting market? But the line, you, was, the line was almost spot on. I think it just yeah. lobbed just before the line that was put up. So, so Sportsbet put up a market, Sean, this idiot put up a market, how long it would take for me to get my bag, was mum, mum, mum's bag back. And um, it was close, 43. I, I thought yeah. it was no chance because I was making no progress. And then got lucky. Jeez, I love the updates. It was brilliant. I'd wake up refreshed Twitter, just hoping for an update. Oh, because I just, they wouldn't answer the phone. Yeah. Um, anyway, long story, I've told that in many places. Let's get back to footy. Uh, Joel Kane, what is your bold statement for 2023? Do we all agree Craig Bellamy, this is his last year? Yes. We agree with that. I saw him, I didn't know that until, well, I didn't know it was basically locked in, but on Fox on Monday, he was very past tense and and melancholy. So absolutely last year. Craig Bellamy goes out with the Dallium Coach of the Year, sans the Beetlejuice suit. Oh. He'll win the Dally M this year for Coach of the Year. Wow, okay. So you're obviously oh. predicting a big Melbourne Storm season. Can we bring that suit back? Maybe we can get around him. Yeah. If he's I'm in gonna, the I'm going to take note of that. Yep. That's that it. might be in the Elvis Beetle Museum juice. with uh, all the suits and the, uh, the Cadillacs. And, yep. um, and, it's, and it's the last ever Dally M Awards where you could actually bet on it. Thank you to you, Brian Fletcher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that one that was, was last year. The big, no, the big, no, the big uh, crash on no, Craig no, Bellamy. No, no. Fletch wouldn't have been responsible. <laughs> what are you talking about, Sean? I, now, I've already seen it here. I mean, bold pretty. It's it's a Sean prediction. It's everyone, bold. it's not a bold prediction. Go on. I'd say it's fairly bold. Would this be five or six years in a row that my land my man crush for Teddy has sort of lived to fight another day? No, oh, I'm big on the Roosters. So go back and listen to the. Um, season preview podcast. I'm tipping them to win the comp. He was the best player in the world last year. James Tedesco didn't win the Dally M. There was a few um, scenarios that went definitely in favour of Nico Hines, the eventual winner. Had the gun draw. I don't think I'm expecting a little regression this year from him and a few other players. I think Teddy's up for a massive, massive, massive year. Um, he will win the Dally M. They're going to win the comp. Okay. I'd say that's pretty bold. I'm going to predict. Can I make a enough. prediction? Can I make a prediction? Bold. Uh, he'd be favourite, wouldn't he? If we could bet on it, he'd be. He and Cleary would be favourites. He'd be um, a number though. He'd be. He'd be five bucks. Okay. All right. Fine. Not bold. <laughs> My prediction will be when we get to the season preview audio podcast. This bloke's going to tip a, a Roosters Penrith Grand Final. Roosters <laughs> to win, and you're going to tip a Penrith North Queensland Grand Final no. with North Queensland to win. Incorrect. North Queensland up there. Yes. Okay. Very good. Yes. You're going to tip North Queensland to win the comp. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Nothing's changed because it's his mate, Todd. <laughs> mate, the two I tipped last year I agree. well with Sharks and Cowboys. Where'd they finish? I, I got him in the grand final two too. I got North Queensland South in yeah. the grand final. Um, let's just power on. Um, uh, before that, though, before we move past straight into Bambi, I'm going to... Now, now, 
I'm going to give you a bold statement. The Tigers will win more games than the Bulldogs in 2023. I don't hate the Tigers. I liked what I saw in the trial. I like in the trials, everyone says, well, no one pays any attention. No, we all pay attention to the trials. Yes, we put an asterisk on it. Mm. But we all saw how poor the Dolphins were. Mm. Uh, And here's my other, this is a bold statement, I guess, not a bold prediction. I love that everyone says, look, everyone's tipping the Dolphins to finish last. I I don't think they're going to. Who's tipping? No, I, I did not hear anyone tip the Dolphins to finish last. Until now, I think they're going to finish last. But, but, you know, it's like every Cricket World Cup, it becomes fashionable to tip New Zealand. Uh, like, mm. For every single World Cup, you know, the sleeping, oh, t- don't yeah. sleep on news. It was like, the dol- you know, everyone, everyone's tipping the Dolphins to finish with the spoon. I don't think I heard it. I don't think I heard it I a think, single time. I think time. it was because it was just an expectation from everyone. There were, but I, I actually don't think there is, and again, we spoke about it on the um, preview. I don't think they're as bad as what everyone's making out to oh, be. Totally Certainly agree. not two dollars eighty to win the spoon. Oh, I wouldn't be betting. Totally. Exactly. No, I wouldn't be betting two dollars exactly. eighty. But I, you know what worries me? Their front row. Mm. And is there any juice left in that front row? That's what is concerning. Um, all right, uh, we'll save your NRL coaching contract discussion for another time because we're trying to be disciplined for our first show here and stay on the clock, and Good we luck. don't we don't want to take away any time for this. Talk topic for the day. Okay, why do we need to have such long contracts for unproven? So, Kevy Walters has been extended. There's not a queue waiting to sign Kevy Walters. I love Kevy Walters. But do they need to extend him two years? Benji Marshall, a five-year contract. A five-year contract. Mm. He has never coached a game of Jersey flag SG ball. We are totally underestimating. And again, I want Benji to prove me wrong. But the profile and personality of a coach... Have we ever seen, and Benji is a special man who can do special things, but he'll need to be special. Have we ever seen a profile such as Benji, uh, an extrovert, a flashy type of player who's made it in the coaching ranks? Is It's five years, two years, assistant, three years as coach. Is that, what, what, no, why, I completely, completely agree. Why do we need to do that? Like back, back Benji in, sure. But why do we need to give somebody who's never coached in any grade a day in their you life why, a five-year contract? Can I put it to you? They both, Brisbane and Tigers, made those decisions for the same reason to quiet the noise. But you do it, and, and, and which is a band-aid, and it, and it serves you good. a week's... But then all of a sudden, if they come out and get beat by the Titans, which is a live chance, then all of a sudden it's on again. I think Kevy can thank Selwyn Cobbo for getting him two extra years. Why? Because Selwyn's podcast comments just put the attention back on Kevy. What's the best way to douse those flames? Let's give him an extra two years so at least no one can say we're sorry. It's unnecessary. Kevy handled that situation beautifully, by the way. Well, it's because he's a good bloke. Yeah. Everyone knows that. He's yeah. a great bloke, uh, Kevy. Um, can I present an argument for why West have done it? Yep. They're so sure of success in the next five years because they now have the centre of excellence, oh. a centre of excellence. Hmm. I think they're so they're so confident. Now they've got that behind them. What could possibly go wrong? Sign Benji up, untried. <laughs> I think there's a premiership oh, there in the think, next five years. Well, I think it's a bit of sarcasm there from Orm. Orm when, when does a bit of sarcasm gym, to the podcast. When does a gym become... What, what, what is it that makes a gym become a I centre of excellence? I told you, when a, you have an uh, um, emblem embedded in the marble, it becomes a centre in the bottom of the pool. Yes. The marble at the bottom of the pool has the West's Tigers logo. Now it's a centre of so excellence. An, plus an ice bath. 
The ice bath. The other one. The other one. Steam is the, room. The branded weight plates. Oh, so yes. they that would have West Tigers twenty kilos. Yeah. West Tigers. 50, that's the centre. You of know, you're all take the piss. I know why they they went way over the top with publicising it. It's because they are seen as the bottom feeders of the NRL, and they just wanted to show, hey, where our facilities are just as good as everyone else's. Don't judge us on that. I mean, in the old days, you would have trained at Concord, Joel, where it was outdoors, that yes. gym underneath the grandstand. That's not, no, no, no kidding. But Melbourne Storm, how many premierships do they win operating out of the back of a shipping container? <clears throat> yeah. You know, uh, just on the Tigers too, look, I'm cheering them as much as anyone else. The season total over unders is nine and a half. For me, that's how we can measure the success of Benji, Tim and Robbie mm. is how close they get to that because... Discussed as ad nauseum in the season previous. Yes, yes, yes. I could be uh, on the way to download. <laughs> now we get to what I was alluding to earlier. I think I just oh. did this. Hey. <laughs> well, you're I done. Yeah. You're done. Oh, how convenient. He's not on the... He hasn't actually submitted one. <laughs> that so was one. But that was a good one. That's the, the shooting ben, Benji and the Tigers. Your, mm. your love club is a Bambi. Sean Omron. Yeah, this could be a little bit spicy. Shooting Bambi off. returns, by the way, for those listening on audio only. Yeah, I'm not um, holding back here. Now, there's no bigger supporter of uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky than me. What he's doing there for his country over there in the Ukraine, oh, and we're not a we're not a politics show. We're not going to oh, go into that. But what he's doing is fantastic. Oh, However, when you get invited to meet King Charles, yeah. our new our new king at Windsor Castle or wherever the hell it was over there, put a suit on. Don't just put the army fatigues away for for five minutes. Put a suit on. Go over there, shake his hand, get the photo. There's a photo of him. We're going to look at it now. He's there shaking King Charles's hand, and he's got the army fatigues. No, I'm with that's you. that's for the address to the nation every Tuesday night to yes. fire up the country and the troops, not for King Charles. Hey, no, no, I'm with him. This bloke has given speeches in the White House dressed in same deal. Those those clothes. Put a he's... suit on, Vlad. No, I'm going it's the not other way. King Chuck. Dressed down for our men. Don't mind Odd. it. I'm going the other way. Don't mind it. Still feels weird, doesn't it? Or sounds weird. King Charles. <laughs> King Ch- It sounds yeah. like a euphemism yeah, of some it sort. Does. It does. <laughs> where are you off to? I'm off for a King Charles. <laughs> we're going to move on and we're going to talk rugby league. And round number one after this, get them on side. All right, here we go. This is what you came for. We've done the banter. Let's get to making some money. Speaking of making money, I don't like giving him credit, Joel, but Sean Ormerod last year, I'm looking at these numbers. Phenomenal performance last year. Well, this is uh, <laughs> this is a career year <laughs> against the line, which is what we play. 106 out of 201. That's that's good. That's above 50 percent. But it was the best bets. If we outlawed ten dollars each on our best bet per week, 29 uh, weeks. Did we miss a week last year? Um, he was plus 123 dollars. Which is a 42% profit. Yes. 42% profit. That's unbelievable. Now, Congratulations. I keep those stats. So. He, he, the score. Oh, no, no. It's, they've, been, they've gone through the internal audit and yeah. everything's been passed. To be fair, there, there was a couple of weeks. There was a 4 or $5 anytime try score that both got up. So you take those out. The numbers are not as good. Oh, here we go. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well played. Well played. And Joel was good against the line. He was above 50%. And I'm here as the host. Um, <laughs> so, look, Joel, here's my question. Mm. He's the hot hand, clearly. Yeah. 
but can he do it again? Mm. Do, who do the punters listen to in 2023? I mean, see, I would make an argument that I think they should listen to me because I'm due. I can't be anywhere near as bad as I was last no. year. No, I don't know. We have to wait and see. Just go with your gut, Dan, I reckon. Listen, no, that's just the close your eyes. I had to go with my gut, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I was about 45% against the line. Uh, let's start with round number one, game number one. Good opening match, although, geez, they're both ravaged by injury and unavailability. Eels versus Storm, Combank Stadium. Uh, Melbourne, a totally different team to what we're used to. Obviously, the, the Bromwich brothers are gone. Um, also, Felice Cafusi, the back line. Young Tonamapai is not even in the 30, and he's the starting centre this week. Will Warbrick, super coach Manor from heaven, uh, is, is starting. <laughs> Parramatta, though, they, it's not as if they don't have their problems as well, particularly in the back row. Um, Storm favourites, though. Mm. Storm favourites, uh, Sean Ormerod. I, I, <clears throat> I, I, don't, I, I know they've got the streak that Craig Bellamy's very proud of in round one. I, I'm not sure they deserve to be favourites for this. Yeah, I've got a bit of a view in this game, which we'll get to best bets later in the show. But I, I agree. I think it very... I was. I actually had Parramatta marked favourites before I saw the, the teams as named. And it, it's turned me off them a little bit. I don't like the fact that Bryce Cartwright, Matt Dury... Um, starting in the in the back row, Jermaine Hopgood has got huge wraps on him. hasn't played a lot of footy, but some really good judges say he's going to be an absolute gun. So I'm okay with that. New look Storm Pack is probably where they look a little bit weak as well. But Eli Katoa, I rate him. But the, yes. obviously the glaring omission is no Pappenhausen, mm. massive out, and Nick Meaney tries his heart out, but he's he's a, a million miles away from where Pap is. And also Justin Olam, which is why young Tom McPay is playing as well. So they lose a lot. Can Harry play a full 80 first up? No cheese is there to, to really get them going through the middle. I think at the very at very least, this is a toss of the coin sort of job. So I'm, I'm pretty keen to, to, be, to be with Parramatta in this one. Yeah, look, I'm tipping Craig Bellamy, coach of the year, but I think he starts with a loss, this record that um, you're going to hear plenty about it. He's never lost round one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Parramatta. Really? Often. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't been ran down our throat for 20 years. I know. It's but the Undertaker's record. It is. It's unbelievable. But uh, look, Sean Lane is a big out. He's out with a, um, a bad jaw. Ryan Madison's out with a bad decision. Uh, <laughs> and look, I... I use uh, it okay, Let's, that's a good line. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get a pass mark for that. Like, I know they tried to fight it in November... And the judiciary said, what are you doing here? You already took the three yeah, weeks. Of course. He doesn't get a pass, Mark. No way. Like for, for being tired and emotional after no a grand way. final. He's actually, his quotes make him even worse. Yep. He was actually direct and, and seemingly sober when he said, look, I've, I, I paid a lot of fines earlier in the year for things I shouldn't have paid fines for. I'm not going to pay a fine for this. Yep, ridiculous. But it's saying that I like the Eels. Um, and uh, I think by the time you're hearing this, we've probably heard news that Mitchell Moses and Mike Acevo have uh, signed on for the Parramatta Eels. That's the mm. mail anyway. Is Mike Acevo the player he used to be? Well, that's the fact that they have signed him on for another two years. Maybe he has been training the house down. Maybe. Maybe. Training the house down. That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, I like Parramatta as well. Only because the odds were the other way. I'd probably loom with Melbourne. I just think the value's there. They've won the last four when they're at home. The last four against Melbourne. That's right. And 
I just don't see how this Melbourne team can go into this particular game as favourite. I, I don't think we'll see Munster go to one like we did at the end of last year. I think they're going to go with six and seven Munster Hughes. Harry Grant, I, I think, could probably get close to 80. I mean, Tyron Wishart's there. I, I bet we see Tyron for 10 minutes, yep. 12 minutes. Mm. Anyway, um, so we're all on the same page there. Now, we're doing the flares again. Did we go well with these last year? These are the, the, the you know, uh, just... What you have to have a bit. Throwing a dart, basically. Yeah. Where we're looking for value here. It's all, in the, it's all in the name. We're going a little bit left of centre, looking for a little bit of a price, okay. a, bit of, a bit of flair. Who's got this? Uh, I've got it to keep the ear off, so we're going to start with a big wahoo, and <laughs> it's uh, Parramatta 13 plus at $5. Wow. With our little flair. Going to back them head to head and at the line, but we know how they go at Combank. It'll be, it'll be almost a full house there on Thursday night to kick the, the year off. And looking at the, the side that the, the Storm have named, I think there's a potential that can get away from them um, late. With the, the pack they've named and that lack of punch through, mm. uh, the cheese not being there anymore, I think uh, we saw Mitchie was on fire in the trials. So I think he, he'll, be, he'll be out to put in a big performance. Josh Hodgson first game as mm. well. This is a bit of a staple for Shawnee Boyer, a home outsider. Oh, oh that, 13 plus. That's, that's bread a bit butter. of a staple. It is yeah. a staple. Okay, by the way, it's not Warren Zevon, Wahoo. <laughs> Rick Flair, please. <laughs> Put some respect on his yeah. name. Uh, Warriors versus Knights. Wellington. Why? Great for Wellington. Uh, why is this uh, not at Mount Smart? But anyway, uh, that's a Warriors home game, so um, they're spreading the love. Uh, they're pretty warm favourites here, the Warriors. 21 and clear, by the way, Friday night, so 8 p.m. New Zealand time, 6 p.m. Uh, Australian Eastern time. Warriors, uh, a yucky record in Wellington, but I think that goes back a long time. I wouldn't read too much into that. Newcastle, have they improved over summer? Jackson Hastings, I guess, is the big hope. Lachlan Miller at number one. <coughs> Lost David Clemmer up front. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I tend to believe, Joel... Newcastle a good value here only because I don't know what we're going to get from either team. That's one of Shawnee's staples that I mentioned. So uh, home outside of 13 plus. One of my staples is odds on Warriors get on the other <laughs> side. You just almost have to. For me, it's an absolute flip of the coin game. It's not at Mount Smart. It's yeah. at Wellington. It's a flip of the coin game. You're getting $2.50 about the Newcastle Knights. Mm. I've just got to be on the blue and red. Yeah, they're my enigma team this year, the, the Knights. Look, on paper, I sort of like the look of them. Being the tri- and I, I know we don't read a lot into trials, but I tend to read Yes, we do. When the, well, if your team wins, you um, you read into it. If your team loses, yeah. you don't really read into it yeah. at all. That's how, that's how it works. But they look really poor. I think they'll get better in attack with Hastings steering the ship, but their attack still looked a little bit proppy, mm. and their defence was still... They really need to tighten up. Um, their defence, particularly that edge that Bradman best plays, so he'll be on he that left. Right. He plays right. Yeah, oh, sorry, um, the defending yeah. that way. So the the Warriors right hand attack, he might want to play that way. I, I would just be backing Knights head to head here, but no no real confidence this one. All right, uh, we're on the same. Geez, here we go. We we know our record. We're all on the same page. It's not good. Uh, here's a question for the season preview: Are the Knights a spoon contender? A serious spoon contender? 
I tend to agree with you there, yeah. Joel, and Joel nodding his head. Uh, I, I, thank you, Joel. Joel gave me... He be, so he thought he was being generous. I know what he was doing. Uh, right? Hang on. So he distributed the flare games, right? And he thought, oh, well, I'll, all right, Sean gets three. I'll give Dan three, and then yeah. I'll only take two because that's, I want to be generous. That's what I did. Yeah, you gave me the hardest... <laughs> new, Warriors Newcastle. I know you did it for those yeah. reasons, but also it does help that you... Well, let me avoid, give you one. Yeah. Caelan Ponga... Uh, Caelan Ponga to score a try, Knights to win, five bucks. There's a woo for you, Dick. Dom Young, that's short odds. Are we allowed to do odds on this? Uh, Dom Young <laughs> is better than even money, and he's up against Marcelo Montoya. Woo-woo! Yeah. Do you like the, the Knights head-to-head Ponga to score five bucks? Y- yes. You, you don't need validation, Joel. <laughs> yes. It was a good suggestion. Yes. Right? Yes. It was a good suggestion. Yes. I frankly would take Newcastle on its own because those odds are juicy enough. But if you want to throw Ponga in, very, very good. Mm. Penrith-Brisbane. I seem to remember this game last year at Penrith was pretty competitive for a while and then Penrith ran away. They've won 25 of their last 27 at Blue, but I get a sense, though, gents, we got an indication that they might be slow off the blocks this year, That's going to take a, just a little while. Um, I thought there were signs, worrying signs with the St Helens game. I think they'll get it together eventually. I know they've got all the changes, no kick out. Coruscant, I think, is the big one. But um, no Taylor May. I know he's only, only a winger, but that's not insignificant. Luke Garner comes into the side now. Um, it's a big line. It's a mm. big line. And the Brisbane side, as we record, Adam Reynolds is playing. I've got to say, Joel, it's a pretty good-looking Brisbane side. I can see them running Penrith pretty, at least close for a while in this game. Yeah, I, I just love the defensive sides. And, and Dylan Edwards, who comes back into the side, arguably one of the best at sort of conducting that line. And that's a big job of the fullback these days. Selwyn Cobbo, you look at him on paper and go, wow, he could be a revelation at fullback. But the art of puppeteering your team in defence, he's not going to have that. So I, I'm i pretty confident Penrith go about their business and, and, and win. Uh, I do have a flair coming up, though. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll let you take this game. I'm sitting on the fence. I'm not really keen to get that involved. I'm keen to see how Penrith go um, with a few players moving on. And I'm really keen to see how the Broncos go. So I'm, I'm happy to just sit out on this one for now, I, anyway. I think Taruva will go to the right. I think uh, Brian Toto with Taylor May out. Brian Toto goes yeah. back to the left-hand side. So yeah. Taruva then marks Corey Oates. Corey Oates finish off the season unbelievably. Ten tries in nine games. And I just think for a flair, woo, uh, Corey Oates, $13 to be the first try scorer Ooh, in the match. I, I, I think that's good value. Oh, and you know what? I do see Brisbane starting this game well. Uh, that, that might be a very nice bet. All right. Uh, good game. Uh, Saturday afternoon at Brookie or Four Pines Park, uh, Manly Canterbury. I could not believe, gentlemen, that Manly were the outsiders two weeks ago. They were the outsiders for this game. There was such hype around Canterbury and that trial, obviously that weekend of trials where Manly looked great against the Roosters and Canterbury looked a little impotent against um, Cronulla. Cronulla. Obviously he's turned this around. Also, now that the teams are there, mm. um, Sean, I, 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 I'm very bullish about Manly this year. Mm. I'd love to see him with Schuster there this week, but he is not. Um, Ola Kawatu and Tuolungi on the edges is mouth-watering. Uh, I, they're they're favourites now. Again, it's it's a 
healthy enough start, so you do have to consider, you know, that that line. But I'm very keen on Manly here. What about you? Uh, I found this exceptionally tricky, mainly because it's a it's basically a brand new bulldog side that they're running out with. Um, what I think is going to be a big disruption for the for the dogs this year, and we'll talk about more on the other pod. But the the fullback position, Hayes Perham looked completely mm. um, all at sea in that trial. Again, asterisks against it, but I don't know if. I don't know if he's completely nailed down in that position. Um, and I really wanted to be on Manly in this one. Probably missed the price a little bit because it's been two and a half up to, I think it's five and a half now. So they've been they've been found. I don't know if I can get involved at the prices at the moment. Um, if I had to lay my weight, it would be Manly at home to, to kick things off during the day as well. I think they've got plenty of points with them with this side that they've named up. And they look really hot. Their back line looked amazing against the Roosters in that trial. So could lean the way of, of Manly at this point. I'm not falling into the Manly trap, boys. Oh, dear. So many people are on the Manly bus. Not this fella. Uh, Their <laughs> draw, so verse top four, they played top four teams from last year as much as the Broncos. So no one else plays them more seven times. They don't play the bottom eight too many times. Their draw is horrific. Their defence last year was horrific. They Last year, they won nine games and only one team seventh or better. They, they have got a big, big job ahead of them. And for me, they're with better this than draw, Canterbury. They're better than Canterbury. Uh, yeah, they may, they may be. They may be. Um, but for me, the, I'm not on this manly bus that everyone's on. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Buzzkill. Um, <laughs> Canterbury, I, I, I get the sense their weakness. Well, Luke Thompson, that's a killer. That is a killer. <clears throat> and, and that's probably the end of his Canterbury career. It probably should be. And that's very unfortunate because he never really hit his stride here. Uh, they haven't got much up front. King and Sutton. Sutton's a genuine front rower. King has been was good actually last year, but now they've they've got New Brown at number thirteen. Obviously, it's a very different style, but he's very nuggety. They just don't have enough grunts, do they? Uh, the dogs, not just for this game, but in general. Probably not. Probably not. Oh. Perham versus Trebojevic is a hard one to get your head past, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, it's interesting. Have a real way. Obviously, no time for him at fullback. But all right, we wait. See, Canterbury will win 20 to 4, and we're going to go, well, well, here we go. Now, this is Flair. Paul Alamotti, first try scorer. I'm, I'm leaning the way of Manly in the game, but first try scorer at a price $23. Yeah. Playing on the left uh, edge centre position, Burton, Kikau, running at Kohler. $23, $23 for a centre. Might have got this one uh, a little bit wrong because he's an absolute beast. And if he's near the line charging at anywhere near um, Tolo Cole, I think you can just barge over. I'm, yeah, not so calling this, I'm not calling this game. I just might get involved with that bet. That's a great find. Even if it doesn't get up, that's just incredible value. And aren't they calling him a superstar in the yeah. waiting? Yep. Uh, all right, now we can go to Cowboys Raiders. The 5.30 game, uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. No Xavier Savage. So you've got a situation with the Raiders where Sebastian Chris goes back to fullback. Harley Smith-Shields, good player, but I think we've known him more as a winger when he's played first grade. He's in the centres. No Josh Papali'i. Very, I've got to say, Joel, it's a pretty thin line. It's, are we allowed to say the line on these well, podcasts? Was, I said this yeah, we're, we're a betting podcast, so we, I hope so. Eight and a half. <laughs> well, I know there's new regulations. I don't want to, I, I, you know, the... the don't want to get in trouble yet. Eight and a half, that's it. I charged into Sportsbet HQ and I said, Shawnee said, look, I'm hot on eels, you know. And I said, mate, have a look at the, Raid, the, the Raiders versus Cow. It was six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, not big enough then, and I don't think it's big enough now. So it's crept up two points, as I think the world's sort of woken up to the team that the Raiders are going to roll out here. It, it looks bad. That, that's as bad as, the, as anyone that you'll see. Well, so. Also, it's going to be steamy. In Townsville, like I think weather may be a factor, and, and yep. yes, it can rain, and that could lower the score, but it also makes things even more humid. Yep. So once that gets away from Canberra, Joel, it could really get away from them in a hurry. I totally agree. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm big on that. It's not my flair here, boys, but I do have a bet, and whilst I'm very hot on the Cowboys, $3.40 mm. for Harley Smith Shields to score a try... In my head, and I could be completely wrong, but in my head, there's no world where Rapid is not the fullback, Sebastian Chris is in the centres, yeah. and Harley Smith Shields is on the wing. And if you get yes. $3.40 about a winger, this is, that's a bet. This is the sports bet. Get them on side difference. I didn't even consider <laughs> that. Yeah. Again, a game I'm not calling, so I must admit I didn't put all that much thought of it. But, woo! Along the lines, 15 and a half, pick your own line. Is $2.40? Am I allowed to say the price? <laughs> I'm going to be checking this all. Oh, we, be, we were just batted over the head with all the new regulations. Well, it's $2.74, 15 and a half. Uh, like that. So get on and um, hopefully you've got a nice little bank for this next game, which is a beauty. Probably match of the round, but perhaps... It, well, it's come back a cog with no Nico Hines, but Cronulla and South, great Saturday night game. Uh, Braden Trindle comes in, and he did a very good job for them last year, the few times he was required. It's a shark side we're pretty fami very familiar with. Oregon Kofusi on the bench is basically the new face. And the south side is very familiar. Um, I'm looking here, Isaac Thompson comes in onto the wing. But this, these are two sides we are very, very comfortable with. South put the cleaners through them in the final last year, but Cronulla bashed South up in this corresponding game last year. Only one in golden point, but they pummeled them through the middle. South Sydney, uh, only slide favourites, but favourites nonetheless, Joel. Yeah, look, uh, Nico Hines out is significant. The Dalian winner is out. Uh, the record here for Mulatalo, 14 tries in 14 games at, um, at the home ground last year. Only lost two, thank you, Gibbo. Uh, it was the Cowboys... Mm in week one of the finals, and the Roosters. So they love playing there. Yep. It'll be a Chockers stadium out there. But I just I just think no Nico Hines is significant. Yeah, and well, of course, it definitely is, and I agree. But I think it is it is significant to go to where the line is now. It's at five and a half, and it might. I think there's a, yeah. there's been a big sort of, oh, my God, Nico Hines is out. Let's pile into to the bunnies. I don't know. At, at um, away... On the road, first up. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. I could. Oh, we're back again. Sugar <laughs> coffee. Get some water, yeah. someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I could only be with the sharks um, in round one, probably head to head. I think because yeah, you could just at, at the at the price. I think it's gone a little bit too far. This is going to okay. So you say it's five and a half. Yep. I think it's going to get to six and a half. It could. It, and it, if oh, it gets to six that. and a half, I'm all yeah, over yeah. the shark. I think South, because at five and a half, you're basically taking the team you think is going to win. Uh, once you get to six and a half, now it's now that's a margin. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll take South, but with an asterisk there. Who has I've got the, the flair. Woo for this one. Now, <laughs> uh, Hang on. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, now, listen. Thank you. Do you remember about... Five or six weeks into last year's competition, there was one player the whole rugby league world was just absolutely frothing over. Who was that? 
hang on, five or six weeks into five last Five or year. six weeks into the competition, there was probably no more blockbusting player than this player. This is how quickly rugby league... Sifatalakai. Sifatalakai. Ah, yes. I think he starts on a flyer again. South Sydney, if they had a problem last year, without question, it was their right-hand side. Talakai bulldozes over, and I think he's the bet for the flair in this one. Okay, um, let's go to ah the historic game. Mm. Is it really history? I guess it is, but you know, I'm not sure we're going to see it on the History Channel. The Dolphins' first ever game. I just I have a thing. Oh, oh, hang on now. This is history. Sean oh, Albright, what you know, are you holding? You know, here? we're big. We're big for a prop here. Can we get that in the light? That actually looks pretty good. good. So this it's is flipper. So we've we've decided to adopt a dolphin. Boys, yeah. in honour of the, the Dolphins' first ever game, what we're going to do, the great people down there, Dolphin Research Australia, do some great things, and they're based in the Moreton Bay area. So this little fella, currently unnamed, look at the six-pack on him. Can you see his little, his little abs there? Yeah. Oh, like, you know when you see pictures of those kangaroos and yeah. they're ripped. So he's, he's ready to go. What we're going to do is, so we've adopted him, we're going to donate $5,000 to the, the great people at Dolphin Research Australia. Whoever scores the first try in the history of the Dolphins team, this is what this little fellow is going to be known as. Hello, so he'll Isaiah. Be, yeah. Hello, Isaiah. Well, we're hoping, Isaiah. We're hoping for Hammer. Hamiso Tabuai for Dolphin. Hammer. Is hoping. Hammer. Hammer the Dolphin. So there you go. So keep an eye on the socials. We're going to get uh, right behind this, but they're doing some great things. Ray so Stone could fella. be a good name for a Dolphin. Yeah. Hello, Razor. Uh, <laughs> Look at the abs on him. Yeah. yeah. He's ready to go. Yeah, anyway, okay. so keep your eye. He must be back. Jo- yeah. Jo- yeah, Sean, we, we noticed the abs. Don't keep going back and back and back. I mean, it's starting to become a fetish. Um, are we certainly going to score a try? Yes. That's the only try. That's the only concern. <laughs> only small concern. Uh, we might be talking next week about uh, Danny the Dolphin or Flipper and what we're going to name him. Um, dolphins have blown right out here. I've got to say, though, the Roosters are a bit thin out wide. Corey Allen, Jackson Paolo, uh, that's not their strength. Um, Brandon Smith's first game, it's a lot of start. 19 and a half the last time I've seen it, and I'm going to get a sense, Sean, I'll start with you. Again, starts that big tend to only get bigger mm. unless there's an injury. So you, you, we're, we're going to get into the 20s here. Oh, that's a lot of start. I don't know if we are. So it did creep up. I think the first line that was put up might have been at 16 and a half, and I think the general public thought, no, nah, that's, that's not enough against the against the Chooks. But, so it's crept up to 19. I think it might just creep back the other way with the team they've named. They, they are missing um, some firepower. Um, the one that probably uh, jumps out is Joey Manu, but um, yes. where Hargraves is out as well. Um, Satili, obviously Angus Crichton is going to be missing. Obviously, that's a bigger um, a bigger issue. But from a football perspective, he's a massive out. And then the, the side that the the Dolphins have named, it, it doesn't look that bad. Yeah, and I agree. I was that's only because camera, you recognise the names. Yeah, I know. But it's the difference is they're not. 19, 20-year-old kids that are coming in and are going to be completely sort of out of their depth for a year or two. They're ready-made and yeah. they've got Wayne Bennett. And I, I can I can see a world in their, their first game, which they'll be... There's no excuse for them to, to not be up for. Had a look at the ticket sales and they are airborne as well. So there yeah. might be a little crowd there um, at Suncorp on Sunday afternoon. Wouldn't shock me, and I'm not tipping it, but from a price perspective only, Dolphins head-to-head $6.50 could get me interested. I've seen this scenario firsthand, Dan. The West Tigers' first ever game, we had the home ground. We're taking on the team expected to win the competition. In this case, many people expecting the Roosters to win the competition. We took on the Broncos, where every player was a state-of-origin Australian player. Nobody gave us a chance, but this energy of a first game, chock a crowd, you turn up... Uh, 
Trent Robinson yeah, has... 3,000 kilos of sand dumped onto Campbelltown didn't hurt that, either. That helped. Yeah, that did help. <laughs> that helped. Hang on. <laughs> that <laughs> helped. How'd you go? How'd you go in that game? Oh, a little quiet day at the office. How'd you go in the game? Quiet day in the office. Did you score all 24? Nah, 20 in the 24. <laughs> uh, anyway, Fox play the round, doesn't matter. Um, so, no, but my point is, this new energy, there's, there's no sort of hatred behind the doors. <clears throat> yeah. And 19 and a half is just way too big. Way too big. Yeah. Uh, I can see it's come in a bit to 17 and a half, but I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing your theory holds. Yeah, and, and the other thing, Trent Robinson... He's, he trains Melbourne Cup winners, you know. It's all about the big pitch for him. Robbo, in his 10 years coaching, has only won three round ones. Yeah. No, I understand that. I get a feeling we're going to see a better Rooster side earlier in the year this year because they can't keep starting slowly and having to just go berserk just to make the top four. Yeah. Surely that they're almost getting too cute in that regard. I know what Robbo is doing, and it hey, Two premierships in a row. You can't argue with results. Um, I, I, I'm going to go with MX. I can yeah. I, I can see them running it up. I, I worry about the centre three quarters and wing wing three quarters of the Dolphins. Yep. All right, let's move on. Flair time, please. Well, I mentioned Sean. it before. Keep it very, very simple. Just back the fins uh, head to head. That is some mega flair. Oh, first game. Oh, that's flair, fifty. Flairville. There you go. And I'm sorry, I said it's not. It is history. You know why it's history? Because I actually told the boss at Triple M. I said we've got to fly to this game and call it in person. <laughs> why? It's history. Yeah. So I can't wait to be there at yeah, Suncorp. Good. Frequent fly points. Sunday there. night. Now this. I tell you what. Sunday night has often been a dumping ground. This is. <laughs> This looks like a dumping ground game. This looks like a body thrown uh, into the marshes, into the departed. <laughs> I'm actually really interested in this game. West's Tigers, Gold Coast. I actually don't mind either of these sides to improve significantly. Uh, Leichhardt Oval. don't think Leichhardt's been a particular home ground advantage for the Tigers in recent years. Dewey and Brooks, the uh, halves, uh, obviously... Clemmer, Coruscant, Papa Lee, Sean Bloor, nice to see him back. He's had a rough time of it. Very different looking team. Gold Coast, four and comes back, and Sam Burrell's at number nine. Joel, you start. They've won eight of the last ten against the Tigers, the Titans. This is a massive game. Massive game. The loser of this, uh, to coin a, a former Tiger, Cheriaco Mesha, they are under that. Um, the Titans, second worst defence in the comp last year, the Tigers. Tim Sheens gets the best out of people in attack. He's yeah. 10 years coaching the Tigers in the National Rugby League. They average something like 550 points against. So who out of Marshall, Robbie and Tim is going to tidy up that defence? Titans, I think, similar to Newcastle take on the Warriors, this is the flip of the coin game. <coughs> Absolute flip. I agree with that. I agree. I've seen this movie before. A lot of excitement around the Tigers. New signings. That Leichhardt, they're going to get beat. I've, I've seen it 10 times. <laughs> so there you go. I just I love how definitive that is. Uh, oh! Woo! Points, 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 points in this game. All four wingers in a multi oh, any time. Yeah, $10.23. Wow. I like Khan Pereira, and I think he's going to come up in our season preview. I know he is because I've had a significant investment on him for something. <laughs> Jojo Fafita can score. North Luma and Staines. And I don't think any of those four are defensive juggernauts. So I could see this being a very high-scoring game. We covered everything in that game. Uh, All right. Um, Let's now move on. Best bets. To best bets. So I look at the rundown. Right. Joel Kane, kick us off. 
Oh, I love this bet at minus six and a half, but the Cowboys <coughs> minus eight and a half. Anything in single figures for the Cowboys given to the Raiders, I want to be on the minus. Okay. Uh, I, we're all in simpatico there. Sean? Yeah, first game of the year, first winner of the year. Eels plus two and a half. Um, keen on them head-to-head. I think they should be picking, if not favourites, but I'm going to take the insurance. I haven't learned my lesson, Sean, Joel, because, again, I've, I'm going to be the anchor of this. Is the anchor oh, the last no. leg or the yeah. first leg? I think last. That, yeah. And oh, I've no. got the Titans in it. How many times did that cost us last oh, year? But over 47 and a half points. Tigers, Titans... At Leichhardt. And we're going, to put the, we're going to put the Best Bets multi on site. Beautiful. Just like, just like last year. So you can chime in and back it. Beautiful. And a little, a little, a little juice in that. Uh, Might be. Might be. Just a little bit of juice. Might be. Uh, all right. Um, we're going to leave it there. We're going to win this podcast because we've got to get to the sports bet offices to record our new podcast, the season preview. Beautiful. I think we've covered that successfully. Isn't it nice to be back, Beautiful. Joel? Yes, it is. And uh, most importantly, folks, this year, the best tip you'll get, set a deposit limit. Good on you, Sean. Thanks, and boys. just quickly, thanks to Cam Rowe, who's our producer for the last year or two. Good job and welcome aboard, Gibbo. Nice start. See you next week. 